like it's been so long. I miss you guys. <laughs> um, let's see, what did we have? We had 4th of July break, and then we had my trip to Tobago, which I really anticipated recording while in Tobago. But let me tell you, I was busy trying to live this vacation plus business life. So I really didn't have a lot of time, <laughs> but I will say that I'm really happy to be back in this space on this show, sharing my thoughts with all of you. And I just really appreciate um, my listeners for giving me feedback and, you know, letting me know how the show is speaking to them. And it's just a really good feeling to know that your story can inspire someone else to really go forward uh, without fear, without anxiety, in their purpose, living their best life. So I'm happy to be back. Um, For new listeners who are dipping in and out, welcome, welcome, welcome. And as always, I love to hear from you guys. You can email me at loverightnowshow at gmail.com. Um, You can text or call me at the studio at 832-899-4325. And I'd love to hear from you. For those of you that are also new, um, I am the founder of The Woman's Earth. The Woman's Earth is a wellness movement. I started The Woman's Earth as a studio um, where I lived (laughs) with my studio Um, If you want to hear how that all came about, I can't remember the episode number, but it's when I'm nurturing and birthing the woman's earth. And there's another one when I'm reflecting on five years because we turned five years last year. But anyway, the woman's earth is a local studio here in Houston, Texas, where we offer um, my members yoga, dance, fitness. We have women's circles. We have different educational workshops and classes to cover an array of topics that speak to the holistic wellness and healing of of women and their families, mind, body, and spirit. Um, And my members rent the studio for their own classes and workshops and platforms. And I get to collaborate with some amazing women um, here locally in Houston and beyond, um, women that have actually come in town and used the studio. So we've done that consistently. And now with the launch of my self-love retreat last year, the first one was held in Galveston, Texas, where a little over 50 women attended. And I'm taking about 55 women this year, this November, November 1st to the 6th. We will be in Tobago. 
Yes, so excited about that. And I can't wait to tell you guys about my trip and something extra special that happened on my trip, um, which speaks to the podcast title today, Allowing Spirit, Letting Your Spirit Move To and Through You. So before we get into all of that, um, I like to start this show with recognizing a person or group of people who are self-love slaying in the streets. <laughs> and I'm going to have to recognize, without a doubt, sis Serena Williams. Um, had the opportunity to watch um, Wimbledon 2018. I think that was Saturday morning. Yes, because I went and had breakfast with one of my sisters and we were watching it. And I just love Serena. First of all, it's been such an honor to grow up watching women who look like me slay at tennis and just show us what being committed to your purpose and craft and doing all things in excellence looks like. And that is... I just love Serena and Venus and everything that they represent for all of us as black girls and black women in this country. But if you follow Serena, you know that one of the things that she does for us and for herself is she allows herself to be vulnerable with her followers and fans. Um, we knew we pretty much know when she's feeling certain things, when she when she wants to share challenges and fears and anxiety. So she's been away, you know, working herself up um, to another win because while she came in second place um, postpartum <laughs> after having her first child, that is most certainly and most definitely a W.I.N., but we learned how, and I talked about this in one of my shows, how she experienced near death while giving birth to her baby. And she shared that story. And that's actually many stories that we hear from black women because the mortality rate due to childbirth related um, complications is extremely high as black women are more likely to die three times more than white women related to childbirth complications. And Serena was a statistics of the near-death experience that many Black women experience in this country. So it is a huge, huge deal that we have to continue to raise awareness around. And so I just love her already, but love her even more for sharing that story. Then while she was away, she expressed some grievances of not being able to um, see her daughter take her first steps and the outpour of love um, that was given to her was just so so sweet and so amazing like sis you are living your best life you are doing what needs to be done to stay committed to your purpose and guess what your daughter is a benefactor as a result and guess what else let's not be so hard on ourselves um, as mothers to all the mothers out there who are just slaying in these streets <laughs> with motherhood and then also juggling, you know, work or 
homeschooling, your profession, your business, what have you, and then still by any means necessary trying to do what's best for you, I say this, Serena's um, expression of missing her daughter's first steps is a reminder to not be too hard on yourselves, to not take, to not hold yourself hostage to this judgment. You are amazing. You're doing an amazing job. You you already were amazing because you you allowed this beautiful human to grow inside of you. You're nurturing this beautiful human. You are doing it, moms. Don't, don't, don't be so hard on yourselves. And if you know an amazing mom, which we all do, please express to them how beautiful and wonderful they are because sometimes you really do need to hear it. You need that. Just like you need to hear encouragement during the birthing and labor process itself, it doesn't stop once the baby gets here. So um, Serena, um, you are so beautiful and amazing. Um, you, <laughs> you are the master at your craft. Now we get to see how you are mastering motherhood as a new mother. Um, you are definitely self-love slaying in these streets. You are our winner. And I am definitely team Serena all the way. So thank you for just encouraging us and showing us what excellence looks like and that we can also be excellent and still need to adjust our crowns every now and again. So with our self-love slaying crowning done, <laughs> I do want to get into the content of the show. The show is talking about letting spirit move to and through you. And this was inspired by my recent trip to Tobago. So as I mentioned before, this November 2018, I will be taking 54, 55 women to Tobago for my second self-love retreat. I am so excited. The theme is Adjust Your Crowns. I have invited a few of my sisters along with me to co-facilitate healing for these amazing women who are coming. And of course, my sisters in Tobago, shout out to Odessa and Petlin, are going to ensure that we also have a really good time. And I had a really good time on my site visit recently. Um, just oh, experiencing Tobago, y'all counting down the days when I can go back. I have the privilege of being on three local radio stations talking about my favorite subjects, self-love, self-care, women empowerment, how badass we are. And that has transformed into me being able to do a workshop for the women of Tobago the day before my official retreat starts. So when I say I'm excited, I am excited. So I I swam in the Atlantic. Well, I should say I splashed around in the Atlantic. My husband swam in the Atlantic because he's the real swimmer out of the both of us. And shout out to my hubby who recently had a birthday. I love you, babe. We had a good time turned up and probably gained some pounds behind you. But that's okay. You're worth it. <laughs> um, I 
got to visit the resort for the first time where the retreat will be held. It's one thing to see pictures. It's one thing to put your feet in the grass. And it's a beautiful resort. We'll be at Mount Irvin. Um, I had the opportunity to relax too. And y'all, I also went to Sunday school. And let me tell you about Sunday school, okay? Sunday school is a popular event on the island. No, it is not at eight, nine o'clock in the morning at a church. It is actually, I would say the mirror opposite. <laughs> it is partying in the streets from about 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. And I wanted to experience Sunday school firsthand. When I went to Tobago last year, I didn't get an opportunity to. And my, my girlfriends who are from Tobago were like, you gotta go, you gotta go, it's really cool. All right, so I'm gonna be a soldier, this city girl from Houston, and I'm about to do Tobago Sunday school. I can handle it, you know what I'm saying? I'm on vacation slash business trip. I can do this, I got this. Baby, first of all, I was already tired from the long day that we had between meetings and then me trying to get it in, in this Atlantic Ocean right and so i didn't really make it till nine i actually didn't make it till about midnight right and then it's already crunk and turned up it's vendors food and people you know there's a dj playing all the jams all the afro beats all the reggae all the hip-hop and people are just dancing and enjoying each other's company and by 4 30 i was a believer I was a believer because the same people that I saw when I got there are the same people that I saw when I left and there were more people coming and this happens every single Sunday where we literally dance in the streets and then on Monday morning people go to work and I know this to be true because on Monday morning at 8 <laughs> I had a meeting and there were people at work and a couple of my sisters who came with me to Sunday school themselves were up and at it. And I was just like, okay, I'm a believer. You guys take the crown of partying in the streets. Sure enough, I have partied. I think my hardest partying days was college, but I went to sleep the next day. You know what I'm saying? I... <laughs> There were some times I had to be in class by 8 a.m., but trust me, after that after that first class, I, I went to sleep. I didn't have a whole productive day, but baby, this is a weekly event, and I'm looking forward to sharing this with my sisters when we come to Tobago. So this is your warning, sisters. We're going to Sunday school. It's actually going to be an optional event because I understand if you're just like, y'all got me all messed up. But if you want to be the party animal like I like to be sometimes, then we will be representing in Tobago from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. or whenever we drop, which probably will be more like midnight, <laughs> and enjoying the beautiful island of Tobago. Some other things that happened, I had a first while I was on my site visit. I actually um, took my first sea bath at night. It was so refreshing and so fun. And I did that with my husband and I just had such a good time. And 
If you follow my story, you know that I'm a priestess of Yemoja, which is um, <clears throat> in the beautiful indigenous spirituality of Ifa. And so I've always been drawn to the water, to the ocean. And so whenever I'm there, there's always going to be a prayer session. There's always going to be a release. There's always going to be a spiritual moment for me as I just take it all in that this beautiful ocean is much larger, deeper, and 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 just wiser than anything else in the world. And that whatever issues or problems that I may have cannot match the depths of the ocean. And so I get very emotional and it gets very overwhelming in a really good way whenever I go to the water. And so just being there and at night, and of course I would never go by myself, my husband was with me, but we had such a good time and I did a little mini photo shoot. <laughs> Most of which I would keep to myself, but it was really freeing and really fun. And I highly recommend it. That island life is something so serious and beautiful, y'all. I feel like I'm taking these steps towards living a life I don't have to vacation from. And I want to say that I'm, I already have a foot in the door, y'all. I'm out here grinding to get to that place of just live, waking up and doing exactly what I want to do, which will always include purposeful work, hard work, because that's just in my nature, but doing something that I want to do at all times and I'm really looking forward to that and I can see it manifesting slowly but surely right before me in my life. And that brings me to a special incident or experience as I should say that happened while I was in Tobago. So it was Sunday and this is pre-Sunday school because we went to Sunday school <laughs> that night. But it was Sunday morning and I was with my sisters and we were driving around and we actually were on our way to change so that we could go on a reef boat tour. Another experience that I did last year in Tobago that I'll be taking my sisters when I host them this fall. But y'all, so we're driving, you know, we're having a good Sunday. We're having a good time. We're getting ready to go on our, our tour and I hear music. And the music sounds really familiar and it draws me in. And, and then when we get closer to this small church, <clears throat> I could see women in white kind of going in and out. And I realized, oh, my goodness, this sounds like Orisha music. Orisha being a deity um, that many different spiritualities recognize and, and study and one of the spiritualities that I'm a part of recognizes Orisha. So anyway, that's that's a whole nother show. But anyway, I pull up. They Well, actually, my girlfriend pulls up and I go, oh, my goodness, please pull to the side. Please pull to the side. And it's like from the moment that she parked the car, I was immediately drawn in to this music. The women that I saw in the white, I knew... I felt like I needed to go in. And so my girlfriend who is from Tobago said, well, you have to be invited in. And I said, okay. 
And as soon as I got out of the car, um, one of the sisters pulled me in. And then I looked back and my girlfriend's like, it looks like you're invited in. Just go ahead and go in. I'm like, okay. I take my shoes off. They have a skirt ready for me, right? Because I had on this um, some tights. So they wrapped a white skirt around me and I go in. As soon as I walk in, I'm overwhelmed with emotion. I feel, and I'm actually getting emotional right now. <laughs> I feel, I feel a sense of peace. And it's like everything, as I was hustling and bustling, planning my retreat and just getting things in order, all of that stress and all of that anxiety that comes in and out when you're planning something bigger than yourself. It's like it's like something just kind of laid their hands all over me and said, let it go. <sighs> okay. All right. So I pulled a pillow out. I knelt down and I just started to pray a prayer of gratitude. Around me, there's music, there's dancing. You know, I'm being assured that this is good. This is what I needed to do. And so I just, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. Oh God, thank you for this. Thank you for that. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my husband, God. Thank you. For my sisters, God, thank you for my tribe, God, thank you for my parents, thank you for this vision, God, just thanking God for everything in my life. I start to cry. When I feel literally physically lighter, I come up, I'm embraced with hugs, and then a cloth is put over my head, and these sisters and these brothers, one by one, start to pray for me. My feet is being um, submerged with oil. My chest, my hair, it, you know, my head is being submerged with oil. And these men and these women, these sisters and these brothers are holding space for me and praying for me. I've never met them ever in my life. I'm sure after me talking and saying thank you and hugging, they can tell that I'm not from there. <laughs> I'm sure they knew that when I walked up, but... It was so amazing. It was so beautiful. I was grateful for my sister who was there, who got video footage for me and pictures. And, you know, and I, I still haven't like gone through everything. But y'all, it was beautiful. Then the mother, because there's always a mother in these spiritual systems. And this was actually um, a Christian church but orisha um at the same time so <laughs> so if you know anything about uh maybe shungo baptist or anything like that that's the point of reference that i can point to but it, it it's it's a christian church but it has orisha praise elements within it so it was very familiar for me because it merges my two worlds together i grew up christian and I still have a very strong tie to my Christian faith. 
And I also practice Ifa, which is Orisha and ancestral reverence. And so it's like <laughs> I walked into the merging of both of them. And while I've heard of these types of churches, I'd never been in one before this one. So there's Christian songs going, but there's also Orisha drums and beats going, and it's all going on around me. And then the mother, there's always a head or a pastor for a point of reference, but it's always a mother comes in. She's like, turn her around, you know, gets them, gets us together. You know, she's correcting some things that she <laughs> that she sees that's being done just like a mother would. And then she then starts to prophesize to me about my life. And this beautiful woman says things to me that only a person who I have confided in, which are only like one or two, <laughs> or someone who truly can see through and forward, like she has the gift of seeing, could say to me. And while I, I, it was so many things that were said, you know, one of the things that she said was, you're a healer, you're going to do your work around the world. And to hear her say that and all the other things that she said that confirmed some of the things that I've been going through as I've been processing and reflecting, where do I want to go from here? It was like, God just said, okay, we just going to put it in your face because you need to drop and lay these burdens down so you can continue to do the work that you're supposed to do. Y'all, she prayed for me. She actually showed me things that I can do in my practice. This is all while I'm still standing there. I'm wrapped up. She she then prayed with spiritual oil and, and on me as well. And um, in that moment, I felt like she was my grandmother who passed away a couple of years ago. Uh, her The inflections in her voice, her mannerisms. One moment she was holding both of my hands and she would like pull my hands up with her hands and then boom, bring them down. And she was like, be strong, be strong, be strong. And it, you know, it was a ritual. And I just, I, as, as my hands were moving and coming up and down, I could feel things leaving and things coming into me. It was healing for the healer, y'all. That's all I can say. Almost two hours later, <laughs> I was in there for almost two hours. My girlfriend was like, we got to go. But she was looking and she was filming and I was crying. I cried. I laughed. I smiled. I hugged. I danced. I knew a couple of the hymns um, that they sung. Um, a brother um, t told me a ritual to do, which I, I need to implement and do. Um, he prayed for me. He spoke life into me. Um, but mother who prophesized and basically, I'm, I'm just going to let you know what it was, anointed me. It was amazing. Then one of the sisters told me that that mother had told them that someone was coming today. 
that someone was coming today and that they needed to be ready to receive them. Getting emotional again. <laughs> oh. And so when I came, they were ready to go. We have a mind, we have a body, and we have a spirit. And our mind guides us, drives us, serves as our judgment plane, serves as our, our um, part of our compass, like the core of our compass, our intelligence, you know, judging from defining right and wrong for us, right? Our bodies are our vessels that we get to house our spirits in. And that's why it's so important for us to treat our bodies with good care and put good things in our bodies and on our bodies and around our bodies. And our spirits are who we are at the core. Our spirits are how we can connect with every living thing from trees to birds to fellow human beings to those that have left this physical plane. And just like our minds need to be nurtured with um, books and uh, good readings and good conversation and teachings and our bodies have to be nurtured with good food and water and and. Um, oils and good natural medicines and our spirit also has to be nurtured you know um, one may go to church to get nurtured one may meditate to get nurtured one may sit at the feet of mentors to get nurtured one may um, sunbathe at night to get nurtured but if you've been following and listening to my my shows you know I've been in this transitional energy as I contemplate where I want to go from here after five years of nurturing the woman's earth. And now I desire clarity on that. I desire strategic growth. I desire to live my best life by being able to get up and doing exactly what I want to do. And I've been longing and asking for that. And what I received in that church on that Sunday morning turned afternoon was more than I could have ever asked for or ever imagined. And to know that your steps can be ordered so precisely and with such accuracy and uh, customized for you it would be an insult to my ancestors and all things that I see as God to not move forward with deliberation and with excellence knowing that I will still need to adjust my crown y'all I'm just so full of gratitude for that experience and 
I feel so, so fortunate and so blessed. And the thing about it is, is that all of us have these ways that our spirits can be and will be nurtured if we just allow and be open to what God has for us. To not reject love, to not reject prayers for you, to not reject these things out of fear, to allow spirit to flow to you and through you so that you can also nourish the spiritual part of you, which is who you truly are. And how and what you allow to nurture your spirit will shape your values, will shape your character, will shape everything about who you are and how you flow, and thus will dictate how you manifest in your life. And so for me to experience that and for them to tell me that she called it that morning, someone is coming, and they were so happy because they said she's here. And for them, it's like, she came, it happened. And baby, they was ready with prayers, oil, anointing, and prophecy. And I am here for it all. (sighs) God is so good and so faithful. And, um, and then that night I twerked until about 4.30 in the morning. I mean, that's the way <laughs> it goes. God also knows her child. So <laughs> it was just an amazing trip. But I had to share that with you all and encourage you to be open to how God confirms things in your life. It may be through a person, an experience, something you read, whatever. Be open to it and know that you're worthy of it and know that, yeah, it is possible that it is just for you. Because guess what? What's for you is for you and no one or nothing can ever, ever, ever take that away from you. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. (laughs) So let that sit on your heart. Know it to be truth. Receive it in all ways that are good and divine just for you. So if you can, you can close your eyes and sit still. (sighs) If not, just focus on these words. I am love and I am light and all things are working in divine order and for my benefit. Just as my mind and my body needs nurturing assurance, love and attention as does my spirit. May I be open to all of the experiences of confirmation, teachings, and wisdom that the universe has for my spirit. May I be open to allow that energy, that spiritual energy to flow to me and through me 
so that I can be nourished, so that my cup can be filled up, so that I can give my best to others and do the same for them. As I breathe deep in and out now, let me release any fears and anxieties that I have in this moment. Let me co-create a dream for my life that serves my greater good, that fuels my purpose, that gives me a spirit of self-love and self-care and may I never abandon doing and giving myself the best knowing that everyone around me also deserves the best. May I allow good, beautiful spiritual energy to flow through me so that I can give it off to others because I am worth it. I am worthy. And as long as I have breath flowing through my body, I have purpose. I have purpose. I have divine, ordered, beautiful, powerful purpose. All right. If you can, you can wiggle your fingers and toes, come back to the present moment, blink your eyes. Ah, we are so magical, y'all. We are so awesome. We are just amazing. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for all of you. Thank you for being here, for listening to me, for exchanging good, positive energy with me. Ah, as always, great things going on. I Yesterday afternoon, I spent with my tribe sisters at um, Pose and Paperbacks. Um, my sister, Amber Foster, one of my favorite yogis, led us in a beautiful practice. This is our summer book club series where we're reading, for many of us, rereading The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And my sister just walked us through a beautiful practice, y'all. It was absolutely amazing. You can follow her on Embracing Amber. She's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> and I close with a meditation. And one of the things that I love about the Four Agreements is just really giving us permission to create the dream for ourselves and our lives. And so I want you to know that, that you have the power to create the dream. But if you want to follow us, and see how we're doing on our Summer Book Club series. You can follow us at The Woman's Earth on Instagram, Facebook. And I'm not on Twitter as much, but I, I dip in there every now and then. But definitely Instagram and Facebook, you can follow The Woman's Earth. Um, we'd love for you to join us if you're in the Houston area. Um, our next meeting is going to be two weeks from yesterday. I think it's July 22nd, I believe, but you can check you can check the calendar just to make sure on the womanserve.com. Oh, I'm so excited. Lots of cool things coming up. Love seeing my sisters doing their beautiful work across the nation, across the world. So now that the announcements are out of the way, if you are feeling stuck 
stagnant. I know how that feels. I want you to not feel like you have to fix it, but just really just go into meditation and prayer about the, the clarity that you desire and do that now. If you are feeling like you need a break and need to take a vacation, you can do that right at home in your room, unplugging, do what you need to do for yourself to rejuvenate and do that now. And above all else, above all things as you allow spirit to move to and through you, allow that to be done in love and love right now. This is your self-love advocate, J. Pierre Raven, and you've listened to the Love Right Now show. Peace and blessings. This is for the love